It's the Geeky Waffle Podcast. This is a very special episode. Listener discretion advised. That's right. We're talking about a very special episode on the Geeky Waffle. I'm Candice, and with me today is Bree. Hello. Vanessa. Hey. And Arzu. Hi. So I started thinking about this after the fifth episode of WandaVision. It was entitled on a very special episode. And did you guys remember this from like the 90s at oh, all? Yeah. I mean, I didn't know that's what they were called, but but yes, I do remember these episodes. Once I mean, once I actually like looked up what very special episodes I was lo- I was looking at what they were and I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, I knew this, but I did not know that's what they were called." <laughs> I'm in the same boat as Vanessa. Okay, so I, I saw I, them but didn't know. I kind of right, knew so- them because of the series Zach Morris is trash. It kind of <laughs> brought my memory up on the very special episodes. Yeah, Save the Bell had one where he was, like, part Native American. There was an oil spill near the school, and, like, his goose or duck died? The duck. Honestly, it was a duck. Thank you. <laughs> it was a duck, right? <laughs> I remember this. That wasn't the same episode. No, no, I'm saying they had a bunch of them. Oh, okay. For, and for then a there's also, yeah. what's her name? Jessie. 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 I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared when she gets <laughs> on caffeine pills that are, I think, supposed to be speed. Yeah, no, that was, that was, I saw that too. So I didn't see, or I don't remember seeing that episode because it's, it's been forever since I watched, I watched Saved by the Bell. But I, I, in literally every single article I was reading about these, that one was, was listed. And it was, it was because they couldn't really say that it was speed. So they yeah, that comes up a lot in these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they had written um, it as being speed, and then the network said you can't do that. So that's why they're always saying caffeine pills. But the whole episode was written with speed in mind. So when you watch it, keep that. Wow. That reminds me of the Sabrina the Teenage Witch episode where she gets addicted to pancakes. Mm-hmm. Yum. Oh boy. <laughs> 90s were weird, y'all. It, well, I feel like every 90s sitcom was just a giant, very special episode. Okay, so let me let me draw some history on you, you guys. There is no historical record that marks the very first very special episode. And usually these episodes are in sitcoms, and they lead to a confrontation, something highly emotional, a forbidden issue from everyday life. And they started in the 70s, but they were more common in the 80s and then the early 90s. And they largely have fallen out of favor, mostly because there's so many dramas on TV that just like handle these topics at all time. Like, right. Yeah. And I think I think a lot of people who were watching sitcoms weren't there for this kind of thing anyway. And and not to say that it wasn't necessarily a good thing to do, because sometimes people do need to hear about certain issues. But it did it did definitely it promoted dissonance. Like you you definitely felt like this is very, very weird and I feel very uncomfortable. Which I know was was the point. Yeah, there were even whole TV shows that were nothing but a very special episode, <laughs> like Touched by an Angel, Jordan of Arcadia, Seventh, Seventh Heaven. Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness, Seventh Heaven. They would have a friend, one of the kids, their seven kids would have a friend. That friend would come in and they'd be like, Oh yeah, this is my best friend. You never seen or heard of them before. And they're like I'm a cutter. People think I'm bulimic. I'm in a gang. I'm huffing my, paint. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh, huffing paint. And then you would never see or hear from these kids again. <laughs> they would be like carted out for their problem and they would have emotional catharsis at the end and then you would never hear these people I again. I mean, assumedly, they would have an emotional catharsis, but if you don't see them again, we don't actually know what happened. They could have fallen makes back into caffeine pills. Yeah, it makes me think that maybe they they did not reform. <laughs> 
or they died. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Panda's <laughs> went there. Dark. <laughs> the dad it's just, just like, killed them to get them out of his kids' lives. Yeah. Well, we well, we found out a lot about that dad oh. from Seventh Heaven, which I don't want to go into, but just a big yikes on that one. Did so we? many yikes in our lives now. Oh, speaking of likes, yikes. Let's talk about Buffy. Yeah. Uh, do you remember Beer Bad? Yes, I remember Beer Bad. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so season four, Buffy's off to college. And apparently, this plot was written to take advantage of the funds from the Office of National Drug Control Policy, available to shows that promote an anti-drug message. Uh, all right. So that's not a The good. underage college students drink beer and they become like cavemen. So that's why it's Beer Bad. Yep. Oh, my God. Um, I would like to say, because I was thinking about this, um, because Buffy is not a typical, it's not like a sitcom, you know, oh, but they did oh, sneak. Bree, they did not get funding for this. It was not approved. <laughs> they went with it anyway, though. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's already written and done. So I guess they were like, right. They thought that well, it, no. that it was too much otherworldly nonsense. I quote, <laughs> very abstract and not like real life kids taking drugs. Viewers not, would not make the link in Buffy the message. vampire slayer. Right. But what I was going to say is that what Buffy did, they, they snuck so many kind of special episodes in. Like the whole angel turning into Angelus when they had sex for the first time. That's very like, don't have sex before married kids because your boyfriend will turn evil and try and kill you. I thought that was more like not the marriage thing because other characters have sex before they're married. Obviously, like all of them do because none of them are married. But it's more like if you sleep with a guy, sometimes they'll change just when you're a teenager you know i always felt they wanted to keep like buffy pure you know what i mean like well she had sex and then she had a bunch more afterwards so they did not do that good for her (laughs) good for her but but not but but did they never did they ever drink beer again no 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 i think she got off the taste of that after that (laughs) yeah so there was a bunch of episodes because of the office of national drug control policy and they would write scripts especially wb they would submit them and they would get money for this however the fcc found out like you need to say that this is being sponsored by something Mm. like they got in trouble because it's just like oh this random episode is talking about drugs you know right right it's just it's just weird Wait, what? Okay, so the FCC cracked down on this in 2000 because there were issues that you couldn't, like, sponsor a show to have a message without letting people know that you're sponsoring this. Oh, so if they, because they did, okay, so because they didn't say that they were being funded by whatever, then I see, I see, I see. Yeah, they were just saying, like, it. you need to identify. Yep. And <laughs> that. This is part of an organization. Like this was approved. Did they? But, but did and they start doing that? Because I feel like I've seen stuff that have that has said like on behalf of or or you know just a note that says like we're doing this in conjunction with so and so. I think they did, but again, like we don't see as many. Like the New York Times recently ran a story about One Life to Live reboot. They had something on vaping. Because uh-huh. that's the new right. thing, you know, for kids. Mm-hmm. And they also, like, talked about, like, why we don't see them as much. And there's this really good quote from a professor, Mary M. Dalton, uh, Communications and Film Studies at Wake 
Forest University. And she says, one of the reasons why we chuckle or use air quotes or even a falsetto tone when talking about a very special episode is because, of course, these issues are complex and some have long-term implications. And these cannot be resolved in 22 minutes. Well, and also... I, f- I feel that now nowadays like like you said at the at the very beginning we have other shows now that are just going so far past the you know the, like they 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 show these issues but it's so much more involved and so much more in depth so there's really I don't I don't see why you would have a very special episode because everybody would know that this is this is ridiculous yeah and it's just made fun of constantly I believe like a episode of Drew Carey like dealt with like drug addiction, alcoholism, kleptomania, all these different um, topics in one episode. Yeah. Episode just to make fun of it. <laughs> is it maybe is it maybe made fun of because, you know, as a kid, it's just kind of really jarring, but then when you grow up and realize that this really lighthearted family sitcom suddenly veered really dark for one episode and then you kind of put it together with all the other shows you watched and that's why you make fun of it because of this jarring thing that they showed you with no prompting, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And- I guess I I would I would actually be curious to know then what our parents thought like if they were watching these episodes with us if they were if they if they felt differently about it yeah there were a lot of do you remember tjf on abc thank god it's absolutely yeah families matters dealt with gang violence i believe they dealt with alcohol urkel got drunk and went off on a ledge well talking about tgif i mean boy meets world (laughs) oh my god boy meets world like there's so many episodes in in that one particularly that really stuck with me a lot um like the the ones the one that that i've seen a lot of places when when you're looking this up is uh the the cult i think it's a cult (laughs) fiction or something like that yeah vanessa it's so funny that's my favorite one (laughs) well okay let's go into what this is sean joins a cult no he joins a cult and this actually was this actually aired slightly less than a month after uh san diego police discovered the bodies of heaven the heaven's gate cult and was that on purpose I don't know. I have to think that maybe it was a cautionary tale because I don't know why else they would have done. I mean, it, it seems like it's kind of in poor taste, honestly, if it's that soon afterwards. But I have to. It's too much of a coincidence, you know? Yeah, but his cult. Well, not his cult, but in the Boy Meets World world, the cult is called the Center. And, and you find the Center. Yeah. And because it was his classmate, Sherry, is the one who brings him into the fold and and, you know, basically he's brainwashed, which is what a lot of cults do. In an hour. In an hour. But my thing is with Boy Meets World, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but it's mainly things happening to Sean. Yeah. Sean, like his father dies. He has to deal with like a long lost brother. It's, Yeah. And then it's like Corey goes and like has to get him out of trouble. Yeah, all the time. I mean, I think in another episode, he got into alcohol as well. Yeah, poor Sean. They gave him the the really rough end of the stick. Yeah, that's that's another one where they both drink. Corey and and Sean both drink because Corey actually, I think, if if I'm remembering correctly, was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do this because... I, I don't remember if he was like broken up with Topanga or it was it had something to do with a girl, but they get really drunk. Oh, and then Sean just ends up having a, basically a week of alcoholism. <laughs> and, then it's and, fine. Then, and then it's fine because, I mean, obviously there's a, an emotional, you know, confrontation. It's like, this is bad. Like, we don't like you when you do this, that kind of thing. Because um, An- Angela was the one who was like, I don't like the way you are. 
when you're doing this. Yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Speaking of things not just getting better at the end, uh, Growing Pains. Matthew Perry from Friends was actually in three episodes yep. of Growing Pains. Mm-hmm. He played the eldest daughter's boyfriend, Carol Siever, and he drinks and drives and he gets in an accident. She goes to the hospital. He's all banged up. And she's like, thank God you have a second chance. Oh, no. And then like... Five minutes later, they get a phone call from the hospital saying he died of internal bleeding. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah a lot I of, guess a lot growing very games. special three episodes. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's it's always a, a lot of the, these things happen to, you know, people who are not the main characters, obviously, because it's just, I mean, obviously, they have to keep the main characters alive. But, but the biggest thing for me was I remember watching all of the, you know, Full House had a ton of them. Um, It's like every other Yeah, episode. yeah. I mean, yeah. they had they had uh, a smoking thing where Gio tried to get uh, Stephanie, to, Stephanie to smoke. And then they had the beer episode where DJ didn't even drink a beer. She was just holding no, it. but <laughs> Uncle Jesse thought she did yeah. and accused her always, and she got really mad. That always pissed me off because she was holding a beer and telling the kids like this is a bad thing and they all didn't believe her and she's just like I didn't do this but okay so i don't know exactly what we were supposed to learn from that honestly uh don't hold a beer um, unless you plan on drinking assume, it. maybe <laughs> i just remember when dj had an eating disorder yep. for three days I, I do too i remember and, that oh, one that that was oh yeah she doesn't eat at all like for like days like and like stephanie finds out and stephanie's like you should eat and she's like no and stephanie's like okay i'll keep it to myself but then she tells everyone which i mean granted you know needs to be talked about but yeah i think she fed food to the dog and to kimmy and then she just ate popsicles popsicles made of water water. like there wasn't even anything in them Oh, yeah, that's right. So her her three dads have a talk with her, which is what happens in Full House. The violins play. And then she's like magically cured from her anorexia. Yeah, which which it's just like, come on, guys, this is. And I I remember I remember watching things like this because I've, you know, and I'm sure probably many people grow up with body image issues. You're looking at this and thinking, huh, all right, well, it should be so easy to get over then. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong? That's why I feel like these I mean, people these, spend years. Yeah, these these issues need to be like if you're going to introduce them, you need to kind of figure out a better way or a better situation as far as as far as how to really work through a problem, which is probably why it's it's good that they don't really have these episodes anymore because <laughs> it's very unrealistic. Okay, I don't want to hurt even Vanessa. Yeah. But um you know the Boy Meets World spin-off, Girl Meets World? Yeah. Like every other episode is a special episode. One of the characters ends up being autistic, and I don't think uh-huh. they handled it very well. Oh, no. Well, that wasn't on air that long, was it? <laughs> no, like three three seasons, but that's what Disney does. They bring it back for three seasons, and it's out. Yeah. Um, I think Eric becomes a politician. Oh, no. No. Eric? Why? And then Sean marries Corey's daughter's best friend's mom. Corey's daughter's best friend's mom. Okay, got it. All right. That could have gone a, a very much <laughs> way with how you were setting that up. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. So well, Angela that, didn't but, come back. But so. I also – She came back for a scene. I also feel like – oh. If that, but but that's the thing is is that if you're doing what they're doing with those kinds of shows is they're really trying to play up on the the nostalgia of the original show. So of course they're going to have stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. 
But like we're saying, like all these shows nowadays, the dramas, they'll talk about real life issues and they're able to handle it for more than just the 42 minutes of their episodes. They can do season long arcs and things like that. Mm -hmm. And maybe the characters deal with their alcoholism for the rest of their lives in the show. Do you know what show did this a lot that wasn't like for kids was ER. Like every episode of ER is a very special episode in two parts, like the early seasons, not the later stuff. So the early seasons, it's in two parts. They've got the characters struggling with their long-term struggles like alcoholism or eating disorders or whatever. And then the other part is their patients at the hospital. And that's like a larger, very special episode on whatever health crisis is facing America. Mm. Like at that moment, Mm -hmm. they actually have a whole episode that's about pandemic management, which really feels very, very different right now because it's watching the same thing unfold. But it's basically 331 very special episodes back to back. Wow. Yeah. That, that's that's very true. Well, maybe that's why we don't need we don't need the very special episodes in the sitcoms anymore. <laughs> I feel like you can prepare oh, yourself sorry. more when you're watching ER because you you kind of know you kind the of know feel, yeah, going into it. But they actually manage oh my gosh, to get very I'm... special episodes like within that that kind of stand out from the others. And oh, when really? they manage that, it's like <laughs> they're even more special. <laughs> they're even more special. <laughs> I vividly remember watching Glee. And then all of a sudden you hear gunshot <gasps> while they're in the practice room. Oh. They were doing school shootings oh. and I had no idea. Oh. And I mm. had like um, almost had a panic attack. That's terrifying. Because I did not know that was going on. Was because that their plan to like not advertise it that way? I don't know. Because like, you know, when you TiVo things, you don't see like commercials for episodes anymore. And yeah, that really messed me up. I was not in a good headspace to watch that. Yeah. I was like, let me see some horrible people sing some of my favorite songs that is that is just like uncomfortably close to a school shooting like to a major one it probably was because it's america i know but like you know like one of the bigger ones that makes international like were they trying to make a commentary on that is what i'm trying to say there was just so many at that time i can't think of the specific time it aired when it was but yeah it was it was most likely a a hot topic it's always a hot topic yeah so i'm sure they're doing that I, I, i never watched glee it aired Four months after Sandy Hook. Well. No. Four months after. Too soon. Okay, so that's what they were trying to do. They warned the town of Newtown, where Sandy Hook is, before the episode. Should have warned everyone else, too. Uh, It's as if if we aren't, I don't know. I feel like as soon as a tragedy like that occurs, you're already in a mind space that, like, this is awful. So I don't know if you need to be reminded of it right afterwards. Yeah, it didn't really make a point. Some critics say that they did it just for the ratings. I'm sure they did. So Candace actually linked us all to an article about, like, some very old sitcoms because this obviously, like Candace has been saying, this has been happening for quite a bit. Now, I never watched Family Ties with... Yeah, Michael, Michael J. J. Fox. Fox. I was actually going to bring yeah. that, up, that one up. Yeah, I never saw it. Or Vanessa would. But there is an episode that features a very young Tom Hanks as Uncle Ned. And I have to say that one kind of works because Tom Hanks is such a good actor. Well, but, yeah, but you yeah, never heard of him before. Well, yeah, like, so, well, you, well, so you did because he was actually, he was in um, Bosom Buddies, which actually I think a lot of people ended up, I think they knew at that point. But yeah, it was very early on in his career. And he is... He he is very good. I mean, just oh, he still is oh, a good actor. Vanessa. That was my point. Yeah. Is like, no. it, I think it worked because he was so good, even though it was kind of ridiculous because he was drinking like vanilla extract and well, no, 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 maraschino cherries well, juice. Well, yeah, because the whole the whole situation is that alcoholism makes you do like really awful, crazy things, which it does, right? But but that yeah. but yeah, the reason I don't know why they chose to go with that 
But, but you know. I don't either. But it, he makes it work is what I'm saying. Like, well, I actually think. No, well, I'm just saying that that. that one thing, guys, guys, what I was saying was nobody heard of Uncle Ned before. Like this character, not the actor. Oh, Uncle Ned. Oh, I oh. see. I see. I was about to say, Tom Hanks, I think they knew a little bit oh, about. But, it, it, but, but it really was early on in his career. But yeah, exactly. I don't. He, he doesn't come back back uh, i think he I, he's in th- three episodes so maybe he does but i'm just i'm just thinking about obviously this one and th- when i talked in the beginning about how everything just it, it just kind of makes everything just dissonant this is what i feel because i remember watching this episode and it just made ever it just made the it almost was like the air was sucked out of the room and that's what i feel. yeah because he hits michael j he Fox. hits him but yeah, yeah and, and he's just like you know what are you doing and it, it just it feels very very uncomfortable which i again that's the point but yeah just it I, is but mm-hmm. but like what it uh, what i was gonna say is it's done really well where it doesn't feel like it obviously it doesn't feel like a regular episode right because you are correct it it's very heavy it's very uncomfortable it's supposed to make you feel that way however comparing it to like saved by the bell which those aren't one that well acted and two sometimes it's racist and it's not it's not politically correct right it's not pc and it's over the top and then we get like jesse singing i'm so excited about taking speed and then crying (laughs) so to me like family ties for me like seeing that example i was like oh this is kind of a special episode done correct or well one of the things i can say when it's done correct they don't use the laugh track because Mm. different strokes dealt with child molestation Oy. and they used a laugh track yes Whoa. oh that was so uncomfortable Whoa. to watch oh that was so Why? uncomfortable to watch how? when he kissed her and i was like Ugh. how did they get away with that no it's a different stroke brie wait which one am i thinking of because that also dealt with family pen- ties it, they still used the laugh track and had the people go like "Ooh," and i was like no no, no ew <laughs> like when yeah when her father's co-worker mm-hmm was coming on to her when she's a teenager, an underage girl. That's what she's talking about, family ties. Yeah, and then they basically just say, hey, don't ever do that again or we'll call the police. And it's just like, why aren't you calling the police now? (laughs) I don't understand why they use laugh tracks for those types of things because that was so weird. I don't like it. Yeah. It's it's not the time to bring out the laugh tracks. No, they had a lot of like assaulting very special episodes in the olden days too. Like in the olden days. In the old, in the old, you mean like the decade we were born? (laughs) Not Arzu, Arzu, so young. I'm a baby, (laughs) a 30 year old baby. Oh, Growing Pains has an episode where hot college girls try to give guys crack. Oh, Oh, no, what, 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 that, that doesn't, no, that doesn't track. Seems like I would be the other way around. Exactly. (laughs) Also, who? What drug addict is trying to give away their drugs? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> they just want they just want more addicts. They want more friends to be addicts. Yeah, they're not drug addicts, they're drug dealers. That's what it is. That's how <laughs> oh, they're paying yeah, for college, uh, I guess. That's true. They're college students. Oh my gosh. There are Oh, I think a lot of the stuff came in the 80s because of Nancy Reagan's Just Say No campaign. It really ramped up. Was that like a say also, no to drugs thing? Yeah, it was just like we had all these like courses in elementary and middle school be like, don't do drugs. And we're like, OK, I'm five. Yeah. <laughs> they were called something, too. What was it called? Was it Truth? Because I remember Truth was a big one. Or Dare. 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 Yeah. No, yeah. No. It, stand, it stood for something. Yeah. Dare. It was 
drug no wait hold on <laughs> did you guys have that in canada are like any classes uh, or, or like seminars my where they're school, like just don't do it my school didn't and then i'm thinking of like our tv stuff we have this thing called um it's called concerned children's advertisers and it's like the kind of thing that puts sort of not infomercials what am i trying to think um psas for kids like in the middle of their cartoons but our stuff was all about like too much screen time and don't forget to be yourself and love yourself for who you are and it was like it was a lot of that but That's i don't remember nice. a whole lot of drug stuff like there's any Art, canadian uh, child ours ours can recite half of these love yourself for who you are commercials <laughs> ours were about this is your brain on drugs and it was frying an egg and then she and then there was one with rachel lee cook smashing up a kitchen i've seen Wait, that one but I, I saw it as an adult i never actually saw it on yeah TV. And then also DARE stands for Drug Abuse Resistance Education. Still, it's Yeah, still that just made right. me more educated about drugs than anything else. I, yeah. What they are, what they do, where to find them. What they look like. What they, look you like, know? What they make you feel like. Yeah, I swear, I swear a lot of my high school or like they were on drugs and I had no idea. Oh, our um our bathroom smelled like marijuana all the time. Yes, DARE had to be told for them. That's yeah, I had to be told that's what that smell was. <laughs> okay. And also, majority of people were doing pills instead because I grew up in a rich area. I should say my when high I was school, despite rich. our lack of drug education, did have two separate spots, like one spot for pot, one spot for hard drugs. And like whether or not you did them, everybody knew what the spot was. So it's not like it didn't happen. Yeah, it definitely did. Uh, Canadians should have made more PSAs for you. More more drugs, less uh be yourself and pin butterflies. Yeah, Something about pinning butterflies. I don't even know. Oh, okay. That's weird. It was like, if you like uh, bug collecting, that's cool. If you like playing the trombone, that's cool. It's like, be yourself. It was a whole thing. Was that just a high school mus- <laughs> musical episode, uh, part where it's It like, may as well have been. It was all these kids the in a high school talking school. about what they like. Oh, it's called What's Your Thing? That's what the PSA is called. It's What's Your Thing? And they're like, my thing we'll is bugs. My thing is dinosaur impressions. It was a whole anyway. <laughs> That was the whole PSA. Oh, my God. Our, our oh, speaking of dinosaurs, do you guys remember the 90s dinosaur show? Yes, but not yes. not well. <laughs> yeah, okay, I just so, remember not the mama. Yes, not the mama. The baby's in there. Mm-hmm. And it just came back. Well, it just came on Disney Plus. So I've been streaming some of it. And there is an episode where the teenage dinosaur son. These are people in dinosaur costumes made by the Jim Henson, in case you are young and have no idea what I'm talking about. And the teenage son is trying to impress a girl dinosaur at school. They go to school. And he's like, oh, she only likes guys with muscles. So his friend gives him like steroids, but it's not steroids. It's like dinosaur steroids. And he has like a side effect when he takes it yeah he gets muscly but he also like has these spikes coming out of his body and he gets really angry and mad like people on steroids do it's it's just like it's bad i sound like a crazy person if you don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> it's a show it's a real show it's like roseanne with dinosaurs <laughs> yeah no that's exact it, that's a great way to describe it i never watched it because they scared me oh i love that baby so much not the mama, not the mama. It's creepy now. It's not cute. I thought it was cute when I was a kid. Yeah. I just went off on a dinosaur oh, tangent. There, there is one episode I really, really do want to talk about, though, because mm-hmm. it was so well done. And sadly, it's still relevant. the episode still kind of is very relevant today, even though I wish it wasn't. But it's Family Matters. It was a season five, episode 15 called Good Cop, Bad Cop. And I remember this one vividly because Eddie, the son, is a victim of racial profiling. And as we know, 
Carl is a cop and he kind of confronts the cop that profiled his son and they have he I mean Carl has an outstanding monologue when he approaches the guy about profiling and it I mean if if no one hasn't seen that episode before you need to check it out right now cuz it is it's powerful and that is another example of a very special episode done correct Oh speaking of that topic do you guys remember the Brooklyn 99 yes. episode Yes yeah where mm-hmm. Terry gets stopped in his own neighborhood Yes I think that one yeah, they deal with the same topic of racial profiling, but it's still fun in a way. It's still funny, not fun. They still have funny moments. Let me rephrase yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> it's still true to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes, that's that's a great way of phrasing it. It's true to Bur- Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but it definitely does does touch on the subject, which I think they they probably needed to just because, I mean, it, you have a show about cops and it's supposed to be comedic, but you have to also realize that there are there are real issues involved. Yeah, and in the next season, season eight, they're definitely going to be tackling some of those issues. I believe, Vanessa, you told me about this, that they had to, like, rewrite the episodes. Uh, Is it you? I, no? I didn't, but I did see that. So I it, maybe you read my mind. I don't <laughs> Someone told me here. I don't know who. But yeah, so it's coming back, but it's going to be different. And it's because the final of all. season. I know, but I'm, I'm glad they're finishing on their terms. Yeah. Actually, I, another racial profiling special episode was done by the the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when Will and Carlton are mistaken for car thieves. Oh, I remember that one. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I don't know. It, apparently, I don't think it's available on streaming, but I don't know who would ever suspect Carlton of stealing a car. Not with his sweater. Just the way he's dressed (laughs) with a sweater vest. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I guess that's the power of racist. No, that's true. That's true. Racist cops will probably (laughs) suspect anyone. They see beyond the sweater vest. Oh, God, that's sad. Okay. I made myself sad. I'm sorry. But I mean, it's okay. That one definitely with um, with Carl. I mean, that that's a good one to check out. Yeah, there's actually a bunch in Fresh Prince. About the same topic. Uh, there's not that topic, but uh, Will and Carlton are at the ATM late at night and a guy mugs them and shoots Will. And Carlton goes and gets a gun and then there's all these issues. Another one, I don't know if it's considered a special episode, but people had it listed. It's when Will and his uncle go to get a massage, but it's like a happy ending massage place and they get arrested. Oh, oh I don't oh. remember that one. Thanksgiving. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> I really don't remember that one. I don't know what the lesson was. Don't go to uh, a happy ending be- salon. Yeah, check out the place. If it's open on Thanksgiving, it might be sketch. <laughs> okay, this is a lighter note we can end on. Yes. Right? Yes. What, the happy yeah. endings? Yeah, we're going to end yeah. on a happy ending. <laughs> oh, no. They didn't go through with it. <laughs> I mean, I think Will wanted to, but Uncle Phil oh, was no. like, we need to get out now. And Will's like, give me 10 minutes. Oh, good. Oh, my God. Oh, no. The 90s. There's no way, there's no way I would have even gotten it if I when I watched it back then, probably. I- <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have understood it either. I probably saw it and just like it did not register. Yes. Well, I think we can all agree that if anything very special episodes has taught us to be mindful about other people don't do drugs don't join a don't cult. drink and drive yeah don't join a cult um <laughs> don't go to random massage parlors don't 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 join gangs yeah uh eating disorders can be cured Solved within with three talk. days yeah no it was five minute talk it's like hey you're beautiful the way you are okay i'll eat dinner yeah <laughs> yay i wish i wish they worked that way 
Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be well, just a happy I like we learned. I and basically, I feel like we learned all the life lessons that we needed to learn to be wonderful people. Well, adjusted. I feel like we need to do like a s- slow motion high five yeah. or freeze frame. <laughs> we did it. I literally did the motion to you guys. I was like, you can solve addiction within a day and it doesn't haunt you for the rest of your life. No, not at all. We did it. (laughs) Let's solve trauma. You know what? They were just basically trying to put a Band-Aid over trauma. Okay, and we'll be back with another episode about the special comic book issues where some of our favorite superheroes deals with issues like drugs and illegal immigration. What's going on, Superman? This is going to be, it's going to be weird. Thank you. Brie, Vanessa, Arzu for joining me on this very special adventure through TV history. We would like to know what special episode is, what special episode do you remember most from your childhood? Brie, tell them where they can find us. All right. Find us at thegeekywaffle.com. That's our, you know, where we house all of our podcasts and blogs. And then find us on Twitter, uh, geeky underscore waffle. That's where definitely post some screen caps of all of the very special episodes that we should check out as well. I would love to have my memory rebooted and <laughs> remembering most of them. And then also at the geeky waffle on Facebook, find us. We'll, we'll talk to you. And everyone stay geeky.